Benjamin can have love for the truckie. Beautiful minds, but we love getting ugly. Risk takers with a clover, man, we love getting lucky. You run, we chase fire. I love when it ducks me. Tones go off, house watch, read the address out. 1075, get up off the magic couch. 500 gallons prepared for the baddest drought. Who else you want on the way when disaster's Can't out? Can't even get a little bit rattled when you enter with exit apparel. Mayday member down, they'll drag you. You won't get this from every Tom, Dick, and Harold. But here's a view from the top floor with Mickey Farrell. So anyway, Zen, nice kid. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is Zen? What is Zen? You know Zen. I mean, Zen, everyone has a passion. And when you find that passion, that's where you find your Zen. But it's finding the moment within the passion, right? What's your so passion? When, I have many passions. But on the fire what? floor... It's that moment where it's almost when you go under the water in the ocean and you feel like the turbulence of, of the ocean's wave fixing you around and, 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 and beating you up. And you're taking a beating, but you love it. The salt air, the salt water, it all comes together. That's Zen. It's that moment of it's peace, knowing that the ocean could swallow you whole. But in that moment, you're okay with that. You've accepted the fact that the ocean can swallow you whole. And when you find that moment of Zen, Anything is possible. Do you really think that way in the moment? Like, so here's the thing. I'm a fish, right? Grew up in the water. I lifeguarded for like 10 years throughout high school, college, whatever. It was the best gig ever. And I live in the ocean with my kids summer. Like, we love the sun and sand and surf. And I go under waves. I love swimming in the ocean with my eyes open. I love to explore the bottom of the water, like all of it. But I don't ever think that way. Do you? Like, do you break shit down like that in real time? Or is it after the fact when you're driving home from a great day of surfing and you're like, oh, that was that was awesome. And then you like break it down. Or are you in that moment and you analyze things as you go? Because I don't think I do. You know, it's in the moment, but that doesn't happen overnight. It's when you mm. realize that it's when you realize that time essentially is a tool and you can manipulate time in the moment. This doesn't happen in day one. This takes a series of, like I say, mistakes to get there or a series of success as well. But when you can dial it in, that's that moment of Zen. You know, it's, it's, it's when you're underwater and you're getting thrashed and you come back up, you go back down. It's like a duck dive getting out past the break. There's a little mm -hmm. bit of, of battle to get there, but when you get there, that's the moment. And, and with, so, okay, I love this, right? So then... With time and repetition comes that sense of calm, right? That is where, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Yesterday, uh, I was in a building that caught fire, and uh, not as a fireman. I was there as a bystander, and the building, the paint booth in that building actually caught fire while I was in the building. And I was talking to a guy, and I go, hmm, your fire alarm never goes off. And he's like, yeah, it's weird. I walk out, I smell it, I go, something's on fire. I turn the corner in the warehouse, and there's smoke banked down to the floor. I duck my head inside, and, and in the paint room, the fire was rolling up into the, in the paint booth, and then the sprinkler had actually kicked on. And this all happened, like, right in front of me. It was the craziest shit ever, right? But total calm the whole time while everybody else was running around like a crazy man. And that was interesting to me because after all said and done, I was like, you know, the one guy came up and he's like, oh, you know, thanks for this and that. And I'm like, oh, no problem. I said, I, I said, outside of, of this crazy world I live in, I'm, I'm also a firefighter. And he's like, oh, that explains it. He was like, you were calm. He's like, you, you just, you knew what to do. You, you didn't hesitate. 
And I was like, well, yeah, but do. And then it made me yesterday in the car while I was leaving there. And I'm thinking about it after the fire department came and all that shit. And I'm leaving and I'm going like, yeah, but why, why wouldn't you be calm? Like what, what makes it, what makes you calm? What makes you like some people freak out over things and some don't. And it's not like you have repetition. That's a bad example because I'm a fireman. So I've been to tons and tons of fires, but just when, when shit goes down, somebody drops in front of you or something happens or, or something happens in your family. Some people react calmly and collective and other people go bad shit crazy, bro. What's that? The break point. That's the break point. <sighs> and the break point is, is, Variables within a human nature where you can accept the fact that you have no control of the situation. You're at this this meeting. You're in a building. The paint booth catches fire. You have no control of the situation. But by accepting the fact that you have absolutely no control in the moment, you automatically gain complete control. And that's where that moment of zen, that calmness comes over. There it is. No bullshit. It was the craziest thing in the world. And then it ended up, it's all filtration in there and stuff. And the thing just started going. So, like, the it was the craziest thing in the world. I love that, though. The break point? Is that what it is? The break point? That's, I came up with that. That's, for, to me, what it is. And that break point comes, you duck dive, you duck dive, you duck dive, you get past the break. That's the break point. And that's when you can accept the fact that, you know what? I have no control over what this ocean can do to me. I could get eaten by a shark. A riptide can take me away. Or even a jellyfish can sting my ass in the moment. But when you're okay with that, that's your moment of zen. And that's you put, why that's yeah. why the ocean's so addictive. That's why everyone is drawn to the ocean, you know? And you put yourself in that position. It's not like you were thrusted into that position. You, by choice, chose to enter the water. Yes, and you just don't kind of doggy paddle out there. Mm. You have to get past the discomfort. And when you accept the discomfort, you ultimately have complete control. That's the guys that do the uh, cold water tanks and stuff, right? Where they're they're in the cold water for three, four minutes, right? Yeah. Like you have to get to this state of, if you will, zen, right? Some type of, of mind status within that allows you to overcome the discomfort. And I think through repetition and time, like I said, is where you really can fall into that pre understanding and then I think appreciation for it. Yeah, and, and this is the transformation of the lower mind versus the higher mind, if you really want to go beyond this. Well, this is what I love, right? Because you talk about a lot of this stuff, and I bust off the air, right? It's funny that we're doing this, because I've been saying to you, like, sometimes your shit is too heady for me. Sometimes I'm just a meathead. Look at me. I'm a, I'm a dumb guy. And so, like, sometimes you really get into it, and, and I'm fascinated by it. But sometimes I have to reread some of your posts, or sometimes I have to re-listen to it just to really connect with it. So I love that we're doing this because this allows me to ask the, the, the remedial questions about it. Like, wait, what? Slow that down? Break it down for me? I love it, man. This is cool. Yeah, you know, so the lower mind, mm. logic, reason, and fact. Everything we learn early in our life, elementary school, high school, fire one, fire two, and as you progressively go out your career, logically speaking, testable points. It makes complete sense in normal life. However, under real stress, the fire floor and the floors above, we have to find a way to, to maneuver and manipulate this. And this comes through the space between. And the space between is time. And when you can accept the fact that time is actually a tool, if you learn how to manipulate mm -hmm. it, how you know how to use it for your better judgment, you'll then you'll find your higher mind, elegance and grace, animal-like instincts, 
If you've ever seen an animal hunt or be hunted upon, there's no room for debate, no conversation. It happens, instinctual notion, yeah. boom. Right. Done. So that's where that transformation, and then when you figure all that out, you get to your higher mind, you're operating on the fire floor, floors above, or if you're swimming in the ocean, or if you're hanging out in the paint store and it catches fire, whatever that may be, you find the Zen efficiency. And this is where we can operate at our optimum peak performance. And this comes from accepting the fact we don't have control. In return, we gain complete control of any situation during extreme, extreme discomfort. In our How do world, I get there? How do I get there? How does, how does a new kid get there? Like, here's the thing, right? You and I talk about, we try not to talk about the fire service when we talk outside of all of this, but we do. And you have a lot of, and I know for a fact, you have a lot of younger guys that are following your content and that are asking you and throwing at you un, uh, ungodly amount of questions and, 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 and uh, insights and things that they've encountered or how would you do this or what would your, what's your thought process on this? They're asking you because they, they appreciate the information, experience, and knowledge that you have and that you're putting out. These guys all want to rush through their careers and they want to be the best and they want. And, and that's what I love, too, on a sidebar. That's what I love most about what we're doing is that, you know, when when we're naysaying the fire service these days, in fact, I'm seeing so many guys that are doubling and tripling down more than they ever have before, at least that I'm seeing. Right. I love these guys that are excited about what's happening. This renaissance, this this subculture that's becoming mainstream the ownership of the job. Like I love all of that, but they're asking you, they're following you. They're listening to your content. They want information from you, but man, they're all in a hurry to get there. How do I get there? It takes time. No, it takes maturity. Yeah. Maturity doesn't always come with time. And that's, and that's what we have ah, to understand. Well done. See, this is why you're a potent and I'm not Talk about that. <laughs> well, everything I'm saying, and that when, for the, for those of you that have, have, have seen my lecture, when I talk about this, I always start out with saying a lot of senior guys in the room and I'll point them out. And I say, a lot of you may walk out in the first 10, 15, 20 minutes, but if you stick around, they promise you it all makes sense. And it's everything you've been doing and thinking for 20 years, but I just put it into words and I put it into understanding of why your mind is doing these things, why you're accepting discomfort and why you're ultimately leading the fire service without even understanding all this. That comes from maturity. Now, maturity comes from making a series of mistakes. That's what the younger generation has to learn, that it comes from a series of mistakes. Aggressive firefighting is not a thing. It comes mm. from a series of mistakes compiled together, accepting it, learning from it, and moving on, and building confidence. Confidence makes you aggressive, not, not aggression. That's what we have to understand. Yes. Like, yeah, I'm, no, I'm being quiet because like, I'm thinking so, so many things are running through my brain as you say that. Right. I mean, that is really a mic drop in some regards because that's powerful. And when you break that down, man, you got to take a minute and really take in what you just said. I, I, that is what I love about what you do. You make even the most senior guy pause in your thoughts. And I love that. I think that you are challenging the job in a different way that many don't. And I think because the way you think and the way you process your thoughts and ideas, you bring it forward in a very, I don't know, man, interesting, thorough, meticulous way. And I think that it challenges a lot of us to really sit back and think about what you say, man. 
it, it's killer. I know you don't do compliments well, but that is a compliment because it's, I appreciate our friendship, but I, I appreciate the fact that you challenge me every single day that I talk with you. I, I freaking love it, bro. Love well, it. Thank you for the kind words, but you know, the understanding of that came from, I did a class and there was a bunch of senior guys in the room from a major city. And within the first 10 minutes, they were heckling me and I got a kick <laughs> out of it. I loved it. You know, yeah. it was kind of had the firehouse kitchen vibe to it, but then they heckled to the point where they left the room. But then I did notice they never really left the room. They just went to the back of the room. They came back in, they got themselves a beer standing in the back and they stood the entire class and listened. Didn't say a word. Afterwards, they came up to me, shook my hand and said, thank you. You put everything that we've experienced in the past 20 to 30 years into words, but words we've never heard. And it makes absolute sense. And that's when I knew I had something. I had something that was going to be not successful in the sense, but a way to look at things differently. And that can resonate with some, not all. I understand that. But it resonated with them when they gave it a chance. But we have to give it a chance. Again, maturity. And we learn to look at things differently in the fire service. It's not that like hoorah, like mustache, leather helmet, like aggressive firefight and let's go. There's more to it. This job, when I say this job, the fire floor and the floors above, we can go both ways. This job is also the family side. But when we're talking about the fire ground, we're talking about extreme discomfort. We're talking about things that not everyone can understand. Not everyone can put into words. And when you can find a way to express it, to a level of understanding through instinct rather than logic, mm. I think it makes ultimate sense. Well, I think you I, I, I think you hit it on the head, right? It's I find it hard sometimes, believe it or not, with the amount of talking that I do. There are some experiences in my life that I sit back and I try to explain. I try to put words to emotion or words to feelings. And I think the fire floor and testing yourself in precarious positions, it probably is some of the hardest things we have to do physically and emotionally in life. And then trying to explain it or break it down and take it one step further, not only try to explain it to yourself, but then try to explain it to others in a way that they can get into that mindset or that, uh, that sense of feeling. And, that's very, very hard to do. And, and I think what's really interesting, I've seen you give your class a couple times now, and every time I'm in it, I pick up something different and new. Um, and I love that, that, a tw that you know, the, the more senior guys in that room appreciated the way you delivered because you have that way in which you can package up that emotional experience-driven sense of what you do. And you can put words to it that we can try to understand. And uh, that's cool, man. That's cool. I, I'd i hate to – I'd love to be a fly on the wall in your brain for like a day. <laughs> I would just love to know what's ticking in there, and I say that to you all the time. Um, but your approach and your delivery is, is uh, you know, just knocking out of the park, man, truly. Thank you, Jeremy. So the takeaway of this conversation. I fucking yeah. love it. You asked what the moment of Zen is for yes. me. The moment of Zen is that break point. It's yeah. when you're in the moment and you're uncomfortable, but you're at peace. And for those of you that have been on the floor above of the fire, 
that's that moment where it's like, okay, this is like a turbulent environment. There's many things happening around us, but it's almost a, like a warm sense of comfort. That's that Zen. And it doesn't take the floor above to find it. There's many things out there that can give you that passion. But for me, on the fire ground, we're talking fires. It's that moment of accepting discomfort, accepting uncontrollable instincts, and then wrapping it all together and being at peace with that. It's awesome. I love it. There's a lot there, man, and we're gonna we're gonna unpack this some more. I think uh, first off, I want to say congratulations, congratulations on launching the podcast. I think you're nine episodes in. Um, I love the format. I love the the short form of it, easy listening. Um, because I think a lot of people are diving back in and probably listening to it more than once. Because I know I have trying to pick up on some of those some of those goodies. There's a lot packed into ten, eleven, fifteen minutes worth of content there. And, uh, and so keeping them short like that, I think, gives somebody the opportunity to go back and, and dissect it a little bit more, maybe on a second go around. Um, but congratulations on the podcast, man. Welcome to the channel. Um, it's been a lot of fun having you uh, come on board with National Fire Radio. Honored to have you uh, from the day we met and the day you explained chopping peppers, onions and cooking sausage in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> fast forward to many years later. Um Having you on the channel, part of part of what we're doing. Um, I just believe in your message. I believe in you. Um, and our friendship that's grown from it has been amazing. So I appreciate you in a lot of different ways. Um, and uh, congratulations, man. Success onward and upward from here. Um, I love it, man. Just a little feedback from you, though. What are your thoughts about it? You enjoying this or no? Yeah, you know, it's tough. It's uh, I always talk about falling in love with the process and mm. you know starting as a probie and don't rush things see that thumbs up what is that it's i don't know i can't it's on my phone as well it's like an ai thing like every time that... you put your thumb up you get a bubble i i, I can't seem to figure it out really? it off, Let's but... see. it only happens sometimes that's weird man for people listening because the youtube version is gonna be out too when we put this out but if we put it out but i it, it AI generates the software we use is AI generating a uh, thumb, a cartoon thumb in a bubble, which is just the weirdest thing in the world. Anyway, uh, Mick falling in love with the process. Go. Yeah. So just, you know, it was my, my slogan, my tag, right? I had stickers, me t-shirts, may fall in love with the process. Don't rush the process from day one. You're a probie. Can't wait to get to the field. You get to the field, you go to an engine company. Maybe you want to go to a truck. You have your eyes across the floor. You get to the truck. You start thinking squad rescue, all these things. Or from other guys, is promotion, lieutenant, captain, chief. Um, everyone has a career path. And we can't rush that path. We have to fall in love with every moment of it because every moment is a learning process to get to the next step. And when we rush it, we miss those opportunities to make the mistakes, to master our mistakes, and move on to the next level. I'm learning that with this podcast. I'm at the probie stage. I want to be at the battalion chief stage. Of course. And it's it's a tremendous learning experience and for those of you that have been tuning into the episodes sometimes it's awkward sometimes it's not sometimes i'm looking at the camera sometimes i'm looking down at my phone or sometimes i'm staring at the wall it's like talking to a camera lens is incredibly hard this is easy because we're communicating but yeah. when you're by yourself sitting here in oh, the yeah. studio it's like it's hard it's been a challenge but i'm up for the challenge and i and i and i really do enjoy it and i'm kind of getting a chance to connect with other people beyond the written word um, the written word's great. That's my passion. However, now this is just the next step. It's an extension, right? It's an extension. And I think what's really cool is 
Your writing is thorough, and I know how much time you take on creating each single post that you put out. Um, and and it shows through the written word. But what you get from this is emotion. You get the sense of emotion behind that word. Um, and you can take this platform and do whatever you want with it, right? You can pivot. You can change. You can do different formats and different things. And so as as solid as your written content is, this is just an extension of that to now follow it up with uh, a further deep dive or an emotional conversation or whatever you want it to be, man. And I just think that you have so much to share, so much to um, to educate and, and share with all of us. And uh, I'll tell you, man, I, I wait for your episodes to come out. And uh, I'm just honored to call you a friend and, and have you on the platform. So, brother, thank you. Thanks for dealing with some of the learning curves that come with this. Trust me, I, I live them. I went through it as well. Um, but you're sticking to it, man, and uh, enjoy the process because it's bumpy in the beginning. I promise yes, you is. that. So, Jeremy, I appreciate the opportunity to come onto the platform with you. Incredibly honored. Again, it's uh, just an extension of the writing, but it's also an extension of our friendship because it gives us something for you and I to work on moving forward, which I'm excited about. So thank you. Nick and the Bird? What? Nick what? and the Bird. What's that? Yeah, it's coming, bro. <laughs> it's coming. You know, and that's the fun thing. It's like outside of all of this, like people that are watching from the outside, they don't understand that like we're <laughs> we're so much more than just what we do. Like we're we have families and hobbies and enjoyment. And you and I outside of this have a lot of great conversations about so many different things that have nothing to do with the fire service. And I think that that is equally important. And um, I think over time, uh, you know, I've learned to share a little bit more of that on the podcast. And I think you're going to also because it becomes an extension of who you are and you're more than just a lieutenant in a, in a large urban fire department. You are, you know, in fact, much more than that. Um, and that helps shape and guide your podcast. Yeah, that, that's what I'm excited for. And, I, and mm. I, I literally lay in bed and think about that moment where this will become natural and I yeah. can talk with the confidence and not yeah. like worry, has, is, is the camera working? Am I, did I hit record? All these little things that <laughs> when, yeah. you know, it's just the basics. And, and once I get the basics nailed down, having like a systematic method of having to do this day in and day out, It'll become myself. I'll have my personality more. Um, again, yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, the first few episodes, I was more like a robot, but slowly but surely we'll get there. So, Listen, man, the first uh, 50 episodes I did in a garage with a makeshift, uh, <laughs> you know, set. So it's, uh, you know, over time comes, um, you know, crafting, crafting your your experience. So, brother, thank you. Um, I know you got a jet. I got a jet. Um, it was just good to catch up. Thank you for explaining a few things, though. Um, to be honest with you, I enjoy when you and I go down those roads. Um, because like I said, sometimes I just need a little more reinforcement on the message that you're giving. Maybe just breaking it down a little simpler for me for the simple folks. So thanks, pal. Appreciate yeah, brother. you. All right, man. Right. You're this is your show. You end it. And uh, I'm out of here. All right, guys. Thanks. Thank you, File. View from the top floor. Thanks for tuning in, and I will catch you next time.